Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. I'm thrilled to have you here and I want to have you everywhere we are. So I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. That is where you can support, become a member, join the virtual temple, get behind scenes, all the good stuff, support this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the medicine, the free flow, the real, 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 real talk. Would love to have you as part of the community over there. Consider yourself invited. Come on over. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person. And that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks. And at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from And I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding, and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. Hi, it's Sophia Wiseman. Welcome back to Vagina Talks. I am here uh, sitting on a blanket under a tree under the sun at the New England Women's Herbal Conference. And I'm sitting here with a my apprentice, my darling dear, shining light, Leah Moon, and I've been invited into some reflections. She just shared a letter with me about taking ownership over the stories we tell ourselves about the people we love, the permission we need to be ourselves, and some other story pieces. And uh, I'm just going to just, that's where you're joining us. That's what's happening. That's where we're going to come for today. The, the sharedness that we're all in right now. It's, <laughs> watch me make some really awesome sentences <laughs> that don't have beginnings or ends right now. Yeah. It's okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to invite everybody to join me right now because I just became incredibly aware of my feet. So I want you to just, as you're listening, notice what, where in your body you're holding tension. Uh, 
and take a couple of breaths and give yourself permission to have less tension there, right? Like what is it to just find an edge of tension and and say it doesn't have to be totally different, but it has permission to be different. What happens if we have permission to be different? So I'm gonna do that myself, breathing in. I can feel that goes up my legs, into my hips. Good, great. And there's something about what happens when we really check in and get present to to where we are, right? So like what is happening versus what could be happening or should be happening and really show up and get detailed. And it's one of the best ways to get to the next step, to get to the next place is to show up exactly where exactly where you are. So kind of tapping into this question of if I am who I am, if I am everything that I am, everything that I want to be, uh, in Leah's letter, she said the Leah-ist, Leah there is, right? If I'm the Sophia-ist, Sophia I could be. If I just completely go to my edges in the nth degree, will I be loved? Is there anyone who can hang? And right, is there anyone who can really hang with us when we let ourselves go all the way to the edges? And I just, what I know about that, what I know about you listening, what I know about me and I know about Leah, what I know about this tree that we're sitting with is that limitless potential and that there are some days where people love it, love it. And they see, I can just feel it in my heart, right? It's like they see everything that's possible and good in the world and they want it. They just want to be there and they want to go there. And they're so grateful that, that in your radiance and in your beauty, you've opened the door and you've taken these limitations that we've been told, all these ways we're supposed to fit in and we're just blown right past them, right? It's like, I think about the, from the smallest things from like living room dance parties to singing a full song in a pharmacy, like, you know, wherever we may be that, that edge where we go past and we say, I'm not contained. I'm going to embody that limitlessness that some days it's, it's literally worshiped. And what I know and what I can feel in my womb, as I say that is the, the appropriateness to have life and our aliveness worshiped that that's, that is correct. That that is not that it needs to be worshiped by something outside us, but that it is to be acknowledged and it is to be celebrated and loved. And that's really satisfying and really holing for a lot of us that have edged into people pleasing, codependent, playing along habits. I'm going to interrupt myself in this sentence here. So I released a blog post recently called What is a Medicine Caller? And I have this list of things of like, strangers tell you your secrets unprompted, right? Like, you're like, oh yeah, no, right. That's a sign that you're a medicine caller. And what I realized the other day, I had this moment and it will probably go back and add it. But what we're talking about, what this is, I was like, you know what can add to that list? People say to you, I love how free you are. I love how fully expressed you are. I love how wild you are. And, and you and I have this moment of being like, Oh my God, but I'm holding back right now. Like you think I'm so wild. You think I'm so free, but like this is still my contained version of myself. And I want to be even more free. So, right? Expletives here. It's just like 
that that place and that sign of people look at you and say wow you're so big and bright and you're thinking oh really because i i know there's more i love that that's one of the other things that i want to talk about in this space of one of the things that makes us so intense this is one of the things you talked about leah which is that like (laughs) people the consistency with which it's like intense or sacred time as opposed to like I want to hang with God. I want to be down for the spirit adventure. I want to see the mystery in all things. Like, I want to do that twice a week. (laughs) You know, it feels really good. It resets me. Then I go back to my life, right? It's like a really common way for people to live. And like, that's great. If that's you listening, that's great. And I'm glad. And if you're hanging with me with any kind of regularity, it's because that shit's daily. That's hourly. That's, that's the peacemaking path is to be in, in that space. And one of the things that happens in that space is the attention to detail. And it's the ability to clearly see and clearly hear and clearly speak that this is the part that kind of blows my mind is that we can be perceived as being so extreme in the consistency of our presence. Just by hearing what a person said or noticing that my earrings are this, all of a sudden became these chimes to me, right? This loud chiming sound, this awareness of the environment that I'm in is experienced or can be experienced by the people around me as being so um, intense. And that's really understandable when we recognize, I think a lot of us know this from our own journey, we can like go backwards in time five years and recognize how much in our life even we weren't recognizing or seeing or hearing or knowing what was actually happening. The way that we're going in, the way that we go in, I'm gonna say all of us do it to whatever degree of going in and out of what's just happening presently and, and the thoughts that we're running in our head or the stories that we're telling ourselves, or a lot of us, a lot of us caregiver, medicine caller people, we're anticipating, we're reading where things are gonna go or where they might go even more so than what's happening right now. And that's part of that anticipate, mitigate, and uh, oh, what's my, what's my third one? Anticipate people's needs, mitigate people's pain, and um, you know, that those are ways that we control the environments that, that we're in. And we do that, oh, again, it's like, it's like it drops from my heart, like down into my body of like, and we do that because we want to belong. We want to be loved. We want to have sex. <laughs> we want to eat good food. We want to make money. Uh, you know, I've done that. Say that I've done that. <laughs> I've done those things, totally done those things. And, and just go there of like it just wasn't worth it to me it just wasn't worth it it's like it and and that's the beauty that we can trust which is like it's worth it as long as it's worth it and then it stops being worth it and that question of what do we need to have the courage to let our life change when it's not worth it anymore and when we change our I think that phrase, that phrase of like the like where the bar is, that that our tolerance level, our um, expectation, like our base, like what our base is when we change our base of what is okay in our life. You know, 
like what's okay and how how can we do that with well, I can say this we can do it I've been doing it it's an amazing thing which is we can recognize that everything up until this point is so loved and so sacred and so like did meet all those needs was and 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 I'm feeling feeling this for you Leah and I'm feeling this for me personally and I'm really feeling this like share it's like I just I know you're I know you're listening like I know we it was really good and it's and it's not enough anymore and that again it's like this is that we're just gonna it's the it's the theme it's the holy impatience and the holy patience which is just when we when we meet that threshold that we say I'm done like that's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compromise my power I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use language that's gonna make you more comfortable when I've invited you into my intimate realms if you want to be somewhere where I, you know, really navigate communicating with you on your terms, that's like, first of all, that's a short list, short places. And that's exactly, it's like, and, and people, and that's, that's work for me that you, you hire me for that space. That's a space where we make agreements where I'm showing up and your, your, your space is either a spo- social space that I've put myself in for fun or adventure or I'm navigating a way and that's of interest to me to be navigating and socializing in a socializing way uh, on my own terms. But to come into that intimate space where we say, this is your invite. And again, it's like those we choose to have sex with or those we choose to share our finances with or those we choose to make our business decisions with or those we choose to bring into these cre- uh, creative endeavors, right? Where we're making into that creative realm. Those are the intimate landscapes. And if you're making agreements where you're gonna shrink yourself in your own intimate landscapes, then that's the transparency. I mean, it's like, what else do we say after that, right? Like, what is there to say after that? Like, we've shrunk ourselves into, in that intimate landscape. And then there's this kind of great awakening that comes in that moment once we've said it out loud. Like, in that place, we're like, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, nope. It just stops being an option, you know? And it's like, I remember, like, Kim and I having these conversations and just being like, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want you to do that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. That's not what we signed up for. That's not what loving each other is. And, and I think this is what I was saying, which is like, this is the path of when we choose and make our commitment love, then the commitment to our own uh, intimacy space, the space that we're responsible for, right? Like we're responsible for who comes in and out of that space and those doors. When we take responsibility for that and we say, if you're coming in here, you're getting the real deal right? And we're not even talking about, and I can talk, and maybe we're not going to talk about today. I'm not even talking about navigating in the outer world, which has its own realms of you. And let me give everybody permission right now to show up with your fullest self everywhere you go and like, let everybody like have the experience they have, like that permission. Sure. Fine. There's nuances to that. That's another conversation. I'm going to turn us back into this space of in those intimate, in those intimate realms, in those inner concentric circles of of, 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 of permission. And when we've made our commitment to love and to be present and to be true and to be true to spirit's calling 
to be true to the vibrational, cosmic, limitless, vital force that wants to be manifested through you, like through your voice, through your eyes, through your breath, through your seeing, hearing, sensing, right? Like picking up the nuances and the details. Like you've already made that commitment. Like you've already made that choice. It's already what you want. And so to, to recognize that that's what you want and then taking responsibility that when you're in the space of cultivating those wants that you want to be met there in that space. Okay, I need to take a breath because I think. Which, which of course I feel like part of that tension is, it's like, it's like that coming, it's like I can feel that gripping. It's just like, will I be loved there? Like, will I be alone there? Like, is that right? Like, can any come back to that phrase? Like, can anybody hang? Like, is that the space? And, and I know for me personally, I, you know, I made the choice and I can say I've made this choice for a long time. Since I was a teenager, I made these choices. When I was in my early twenties, I made these choices and I, and I come back around every time, which is just like, if it's that I walk this path alone and I get all of me, then I walk it alone. And if somebody can hang and it feels right and and uh i'm right now i didn't say this when i was 20 now i'll say delicious right like it feels like like yum and delectable you know i think what i said when i was 20 is like i'll do it alone unless it's like unless i'm really called unless something really calls to me you know and that's how i walked and it served me really well and now i'm like called is 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 great, but it's not enough. It's gotta be called and delicious. <laughs> it's gotta be called and delicious. And, and, and again, it's like, so I'm gonna like sit up really straight and wiggle my, my tail feathers as I say this, which is you have permission. I have permission. We have permission to have it be delicious and delectable and pleasurable and feel good. Because here's the thing that you know and I know, which is that it is delicious and delectable and wonderful when it's me in spirit. When it's me and I'm in spaces where I'm, I'm met. It's not a question of if it's even possible. Like if I'm alone, will I feel wonderful? It's like, fuck, we actually have the answer to that question. So the story of I can't walk away from this or I can't let this go because maybe it won't feel good is an old, is an old story. Which would just take a moment and like bless the times that it didn't feel good to be alone with ourselves because that's really real. And for any of you listening, if that's where you are now, like if it's really uncomfortable to be alone with yourself, and I'm not gonna say it's never uncomfortable for Leah and I to be alone with ourselves, that I really do enjoy my company. Like I really do. Like can really, we, you know, we can look each like look each other in the eye and I can look myself in the eye in the mirror and say you are loved and you are loved by me and anywhere you go I'm going with you and like you can't do anything <laughs> you can't be too much that's just not an option and so to know that that's a real possibility is is to raise a standard and I, that's right like I have to come around and just remind us all I've been talking about this a lot oh, I've just been talking about it a lot which is just the normalcy of, I heard way too much of this this past weekend. Like a week ago, I was at a bachelorette party and uh, I heard too, way too many women. Somebody say, oh yeah, my boss at work is a misogynistic bully. 
to which other people said, oh yeah, that's a familiar story. I hear that way too often. And some people being like, oh yeah, that's standard. And this notion of being like, okay, right. So am I the insane person here when I'm like, that is not an appropriate standard? <laughs> no, I know that's not true. And yet, if you're gonna be that person who says, okay, that's not an appropriate standard, then you're like intense, you're a fire starter, right? So, so to, to recognize that we are all in the process of dismantling the normalcy of being abused. Dismantling the normalcy of being abused. That's what's happening. I'm gonna say it again, I'm gonna sing it again. Dismantling the normalcy of being abused. That is what is at hand. That's what's happening. And we're doing it with ourselves. And when we do it with ourselves, we become, we, it's dismantled. We've like, the normalcy ends and it stops being normal. And so then, so then when it, it happens and it's apparent and transparent, what we're seeing is, is abuse. There it is. And to recognize how much we are, the shrinking, the shaming, the this is just my opinion or you need to change before I'm okay kind of behavior that is circling around us and that we do to ourselves. You know, Sophia, you need to do these following things before you're okay. When I catch myself doing that to myself, I, that's a, if that voice doesn't stop with one or two directions, that voice goes to time out. We don't behave that way here in this landscape anymore. This intimacy landscape does not participate in that kind of behavior. It doesn't happen. So what happens? And when it happens, it gets acknowledged, and the question comes up, like, "Wow, okay, something is really not well," because that is a panic control voice that has arrived. It's trying to control things. So what's not well? And I think one of the things that happens that's not well is that we start to compromise our voice and our body's relaxation, our body's expression, our body's well-being uh, in exchange to get our, our tokens of love or affection. And that when we slow down in this process of dismantling, what happens is and this is very exciting, is we all the feelings come up before we take the actions of actually shrinking ourselves. Okay, so, so this is, we're kind of go back to that principle of like when we're learning a lesson, the like we do a thing, we, you know, enlightenment is watching yourself make mistakes. So you like make a mistake and then way after the fact, look back and go, oh yeah, that was a thing, right? And then you make a mistake and then it's a pattern, you like do it over and over again and then you know, maybe instead of three weeks later, go, oh, it's like three days later. You're like, oh, I just did that thing again. Oh, I do that thing sometimes. I hate that I do that. And then you do it right after it happens. Oh, I just did that thing. Oh, I just did that thing. Oh, I just did that thing. And then there's this really wonderful spot where, you know, and all of these things, it's not quite linear. They kind of do these little circle things around it. So then you're catching it while it's happening. Oh, I'm running that pattern. We all know that place. I'm running that pattern and I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing that thing. You know, it just happened actually with Leah and I in the car the other day where I like started getting weirder and weirder in my head. And I was like, I just want to ask that maybe we do Instagram videos together. And it was like, what just happened? Like, I, like what just happened? It's like very dear. It took me 20 minutes to say like, I thought it would be fun to do an Instagram video. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like very normal in our life. And yet that's an old, and, I, and what I can say is I watched myself not speak, not ask, watched myself shrink, watched myself shrink down in that space. Um, and then I made a new choice. Okay. So you're in this space where you watch yourself either right before you do it or while it's happening. Um, and like right, like right, right before it. And, and, and I think a lot of us right now in this heightened collective place of exposure is we're watching ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I hope you, yes, I hope you can all hear this. Yeah. We're watching ourselves in the midst of patterns that don't work. We're watching ourselves in the midst of patterns that don't work, that don't work. I had a client recently, love you. I relentlessly, who was really trying to convince me about how, um, it was hard. All the stuff, all the stuff was hard and that they just wanted to go back to when, um, like it was like at least tolerable to which I was like, it was never tolerable. It was never tolerable. There's no going back to where it was tolerable. That's, I mean, bless you. That's why you're working with me. <laughs> it didn't work. It doesn't work. It didn't work. It doesn't work. It's not, it doesn't work. That's why we're here because it's not working. The things that are working, we're like, oh, it's working. You don't have to convince yourself when things are working that they're working. We do need to remind ourselves. We do need to catch those places, lift them up, remind our brain chemistry, create new patterns of acknowledgement. A lot of us can practice noticing and bringing the awareness when things are working to be able to really do that. We don't have to convince ourselves that it worked. We just need to remember that it's not just the, the way that the brain likes to line up all the negative things to predict future pain and forget the things that are working because they're working. We don't have to worry about them. We need to, we get to be proactive about creating a brain that ties together all the instances that are, are working. So we can say, Oh, our life really is, a, a, a beauty thing. We can be in peace of that. So, so there is this piece of looking at the things that are not working going, wow, they don't work. They're not working. And it's totally fine if it worked three weeks ago and it doesn't work today. This is part of that consent piece. It's like coming back up the enthusiastic consent, body language, vocal language, and, and, and consistency, continuity. It changes moment to moment. Real living active consent is like, if you're into it one moment and you're not into it the next moment, then you're not into it. That's real. It gets to be perfect like it was then. And when it's not working anymore, that's it. Like, that's it. And like, what is that? Like, where is that peace? And I'm like in this like women's herbal conference, like where is that goddess voice, that goddess presence that has as a creatrix, is so willing to just let that moment that is gone be gone and let the thing that's new come all the way up and new. Because that is, I, I, I wanna give everybody this piece, which is instead of thinking about it, or not instead of, or in addition, offer you this piece of, it's not that now this thing isn't working and now you have to find a new way. It's that the new way is here and rising in you. And it's pushing what's, what was working before that now there's a better option for pushing up to the surface and out. And so you're seeing it, it's push, you're hearing it, you're feeling it, you're tasting it. It's coming to the edges of your senses so that it can be shown so that you can let that go and you can make this space underneath it have that expansion. This like, this pulsing, this expansion, that center place. 
which we get to kind of share this kind of teaching here kind of with with Leah and all of you because we get to we get to go here right now because this is how we're doing it so when we're working with our core if we're doing a practice of an energy core or an energy body center so the Dantian the Ourobora the uh, Hara the 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 root womb generative the king people tap into it in a couple different places different lineages um we'll talk about it and 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 be specific in their own way and they're not all the same but they are an overlay so if any of those words resonate with you i invite you to connect to this as as i say so you're a power center your core okay right okay so we're here we're in that space we're all connected got some space okay that's what I that's what I want to offer as a tool for this time of transition is coming back into that breathing in because that light right now oh this feels so this is real this is what's happening right now that light is being grown it's being grown and it's being grown for a number of reasons one of the reasons it's being grown is because we've been praying hard for years for it to grow and our prayers are answered so it's growing the other reason it's growing is because it's collectively on this planet it's time to illuminate we are in a time of illumination we're in a time of great awakening we're in a time of quickening we are in a time of birthing the birthing the new earth the birthing the new paradigm it's net that it's it's right now and so that core radiance that core power is the part that's growing and so to to breathe into that space to let it fill and to give the permission to let it clear everything else out and to do one of the things that like we've talked about before is this piece of we don't want to blow ourselves out we don't want to just take that bright light and then just pour it all over the place and and diffuse it and and pour it out no what we want it to do is with focus and clarity let it really grow and keep its brightness so keep it as focused as it needs to be to be bright and let the expansion of that focus the space of it grow that's happening especially right now as we're walking with the ancestors in this way that is happening at our core and i think a lot of us if we go into a meditative state and look around it's way bigger than just our belly right now we're seeing it in our bones we're seeing it in our DNA the way that our DNA is replicating the way that our body is building and rebuilding itself right now crystal alvarez one of our medicine caller sister friends she calls it the new human so the new human is being made right now and so the ways in which we can recognize and allow like using that light medicine practice of just breathing in recognizing you don't have to make yourself radiant and this is right which is like we are and that the act is to allow ourselves to be that radiant and that permission and so letting that letting that light grow really letting that focus grow letting it get really bright and letting it be the size that it that it it wants to be and then what will help because it's happening anyway is we are all expanding we're even though we're shifted into fall energy which means we're gathering we're harvesting a lot of what we're harvesting right now is this light is this radiance we're going into a time of of collective illumination and collective awakening and collective training and honing the number of people that are committed to 
it's I can I can hear you all. I can hear you all. The number of people that are 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 committed to trusting their intuition is literally thousands upon thousands more today than it was three weeks ago, and hundreds of thousands more than it was a year ago. Just actually, people going, oh, my intuition, that thing, that voice, it's always right. People are saying, oh no, I really, really need to listen to that now. It's happening, and so, so. Showing up, and this is right, it's coming back to like where we started with this, was showing up, which is what's already happening, which is like your light is getting fed, you're getting brighter and brighter, we cannot be contained, we can't, that's not, we like all of us, like Bodhisattva is like, we made the choice to come here. We came here to fucking <laughs> light this shit up. Like, that's why we're here. And like, and w- there's enough of us now reflecting, there's a continuity that's happening, there's a weaving that's intact, and it's, in full movement and what's beautiful about that is on the days where we want to shrink or we feel like we can't hold it ourselves if we lean back into that net and that web we're still going to grow in our light because it's intact and we're being held and so what's important and what's incredible and it's the it's the weaving that we're in now which is that we really get to optimize how that happens which is the leaning back which is the resting, which is the receiving. And that's why it's really important when we decide how we're gonna rest and what spaces we're gonna tend that intimate landscape, that we're in a space where we can rest, let down our guard and have our boundaries be respected. It's really important. And if you live in a house where people bust through your door If you're a teenager and people bust through your door without knocking, if you're a mom and people bust through your door without knocking, if you're a partner and your partner busts through that door without knocking, put a lock on your door. It's like you need to be in responsibility for those boundaries and say, I am happy to open this door when you knock. I am happy to open this door when you knock. When I am ready to open this door, we, these are our vulvas. Like it is time for us to come back into this place of, yes, my intimate space is not to be kept isolated and hidden in a way. It's to be respected and shared in a way that feels whole, joyful and creative and fierce and fucking fierce and intense and rapid and slow motion, all of that. And so, we need to be able to rest and restore and for us to rest and restore we need to take full responsibility of feeling safe which is when we get the permission right now today we have permission to feel safe we've been normal talk about normalizing abuse we've been told that wanting safety is some sort of weird addiction that we have as opposed to a price you know what my dog and cat are very clear about wanting to feel safe when they feel safe they feel safe when they don't feel safe they are not happy about it it's it's these are this we it's our right it's our right as as a being in existence now the deeper river that we get to turn to for that safety right that deeper river is that for a lot of us it's it's the emotional safety of like what will happen if i put that lock on the door like how mad will everybody get at me right that's where we feel the most danger a lot of us anyway you know, and this is also just to echo if any, anybody's listening is in physical 
danger or in physical abuse situations and, and you're not being respected, I love you, I honor you, and you too deserve to res be respected. And there are places and resources for you to get help and, and, and shift your reality. And a prayer for all of you in that way. And if in whatever ways the circumstances seem and, and are, are constructed in a way that feel out of control, that a pathway be made. For you listening and for anyone in those circumstances and in war zones and relationships and in all of the situations that we make those pathways collectively and individually and that we allow those pathways of safety to occur. For those of us who have the opportunity and responsibility to be tending our safety and our emotional safety in this way, it, it's, it's time now. And this is part of adulting. This is part of what we have been. Um, it's really way easier to control people when they think something outside them is responsible for them. <laughs> right? So when we take responsibility for ourselves, I do what I want. Right? And when I get connected to that, and when I am who I am, which is committed to love and the well-being of all things in relationship, recognizing that my, my needs and my safety is not contrary to someone else's, right? That, that it's, it is a, it's, it's a process of um, patience and showing up and listening and finding out what are the agreements. So for instance, like Kim and I in this process and in this process of me coming out of my marriage, you know, one of the things, one of my reflections was like, wow, we're really, really safe, loving presences for each other. When the circles, when our like inner intimate circle spaces have a little bit more distance between them. That's really, it's, everybody's really well. There are a lot of ways in which we can come together and share intimate space, actually. Vulnerable sharing, uh, work conversations, um, communal family, you know, things that are, that are real, there are spaces that we can be in spaces that feel really right. And there are spaces where it's not. And, th and that that was mutual, that my experience of feeling like I didn't have enough space to be my whole self and that I was tampering myself down, even though it didn't appear on the same way, the truth was that was happening. And so I think what, what I want to say, what I kind of get out of that specific detail and kind of come into this piece of one of the messages here is that my understanding that no one can get like a deep, true, intuitive wisdom and knowing a message for their well-being that isn't a message for everybody involved. I can't be like, this is about taking care of me and it is, is, is damaging to someone else. It's for every, it's for everyone. And so a lot of the time, that, like I'm talking about, that bright light, that radiance, which is putting everything out, it's changing. It's changing the landscape. It's changing the landscape. And uh, I do, I think a lot of what's um, coming for me right now, what I feel like wants to just, speaking of like rising to the surface. We've asked for a different world. We've asked for a different life, the life in which We are all of ourselves. And that as prayers are answered, what that means is we're asking for our life to be different. And so how willing are we to show up and make those, change the agreements? 
uh, and be willing to, and this is the, this is, this has also been the theme this week, which is take the medicine, just take the medicine, like whatever the message is, like you're not going to get the next step until you take, and I talked about this in my last episode, right? Like those of you on the journey with me, like you, you, it's like, it's, you're not gonna, it's like my guides are like, when you're ready, like my intuition, my own wisdom is like, I get your medicine is just sitting in front of you. You're asking for another piece. No, the medicine's right there. Like, you know what you want. You've got direct messages that were not what you want. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. That's not what you want. That is not the sign and signal that says you're on track. It is the sign and signal that is a stop sign. It says, Aret, stop. <laughs> Hold it. We need to change the agreements because if this is the exchange, I'm not a part of it. It's that simple. It's that simple. And so it's not about controlling what the new agreement is. It's about showing up to the to where it is right here, vulnerably and honestly. And and my invitation for all of us right now is radically. Radically with faith. Because the like <laughs> how it's funny to have that be like where I go as I'm also like, it's okay to be safe. Like do what feels safe and like right to you and like to take the risk to show up on your own behalf, to take the risk to say, no, I don't want that on your own behalf. I think, you know, one of the things that happened with my, with my lover's capade in June was I left and then all of these women poured into their life. And uh, I said, yeah, we did really good work. You know, we spent a whole week together saying no, 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 yes, 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 no, 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 yes, yes, yes. It was the practice. It was the whole practice. Every time it was a no, it was a no. Every time it was a no. What was the last time that we did that for six days straight? Any of us. It was an up-leveling for me. I've done it more and more since then. When it's a yes, yes, I want that. This is what I want, yes, right? And when it was a no, like, no, 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 no. And for me, I remember waking up one of those mornings and being like, no, this does not feel good. And just being like, okay, I'm gonna, I gotta turn away from the thing that doesn't feel good and turn towards me, right? Go into me, go back to that light landscape and get clear that illumination is showing and clearing out so show up to that clearing out, show up to that clearing. It's like, even as I say that, my stomach is like, whoa, like, show up to that clearing out. Ginger, ginger tea is coming out of my mouth. Like, like ginger tea, chamomile, lavender, like things that will, will can soothe and support us and di- help us digest, you know? And uh, yeah. And, and I feel like there's something else that I need to say about this, you know, going into your room to relax. And that's because the pleasure piece, relaxation and and pleasure are partners. And so when we're talking about maintaining that intimacy space and that realm, what I want to bring into that picture is it's not just about going into a room and locking the door so you feel safe or uninterrupted, right? That you can have that space. It's also about going into that room, shutting the door, telling the rest of the world, I'm here for you but I'm not available to you right now. I'm available to this space and then showing up to that space. So if you're showing up to that space, 
You're showing up to that space with your fine-tuned, heightened senses, hearing, listening, feeling, knowing, remembering. And if someone else is gonna come into that room with you where you're gonna do that work, are you gonna be, are your senses, are you gonna be met in that space in the way that you need to be met in the way that you wanna be met? And that's the, that's the decision, right? So there can be five people in that room, there can be no one else in that room. Shit, you could put an electric candle in that room and shut the door, right? And leave yourself, <laughs> say, this is my, setting up a prayer has that room in that space. And then putting your body in that room, saying my body has this room in this space to, to show up and to be available to myself, to my pleasure, to my relaxation, to my rest, to my ecstasy, to my strength, to my power, to my force. You know, um, to, you know, I had such a good reminder this week of like moving bunches of boxes around and being like, oh, breaking a sweat, picking things up and down, like feeling the feeling the strength of my body and what it is to jump up and down and do 50 jumping jacks and like break a sweat and then lay down and like pet your sweaty body and pass out might be what it is to show up and to, to feel yourself and to be available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Good round, everybody. Uh, yeah. I, um, Medicine callers, I'm calling you. I'm calling you. Do you have a question? Mm-hmm. Great, I'd like to hear your question. Okay. Okay, my question is, then what do you do? What do I do today? What do you do today? Yeah, with this communication and the agreement I'm in and like the feedback I got yesterday and what's coming up for me and walking with love and my re- like yeah. my I want to say more yeah. of like my like the old tools that come up to take care of it are silent scorn Oof. as I decide whether or not to take my toys and go home and never speak like you're out right and if you want to work with me you can pay me bye they're professionals I'm a professional and if you like want to come for a workshop once a month, you can enroll in the training ground with Sophia Wise, One Daughter of the Wind, and her apprentice, Leah Rose Moon. That's fine. It costs an amount of money. There's a website for it. It's super fun. I recommend everyone do it. It'll really work your stamina and make your life completely different a year from now. And I encourage everyone to enroll in it. 1010 would do again. I'm doing it again. In New Mexico and California and Philadelphia, you can choose one place to do it. I'm going to do it in all three this year because that's what's happening. You can do that. And um, what do I do with the lover who's not into it and is into it? Right. And like loves it and worships it and yeah. And wants it. This is the conversation we had at the beginning. It's just a question of like, like how hard and how long do they want to hang? Like, that's the question. <laughs> all the spiritual hotties are walking all around, 750. <laughs> it's like in or out. So help me out. Yeah. No, help me out. Uh, help teach. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Preach it, teach it. Yeah. So help the people. Uh, help the people. I, you know, I. <laughs> so this is the, I mean, the, the first answer that comes up is like not the answer that anyone wants to hear when we're in this space, which is like, what do I do? How do I do it? And my answer is like, go clean up your Ourobora. You know, make art. 
make art. Do my own practice, make art. Show. Do my own practice, make art. <laughs> Do my own practice, make art. Show up, be here, be in my body. Yeah. And, right, and. And what do I do? Right. And what do I do? Agreement and communications. Right. Um, You know, like navigating that in the most just kind of like specific concrete way. Right. So it's like bringing people into like the not the metaphor of whatever's being like, I'm away for five days. We're texting. What do I say? Right. And it's. it's (laughs) But not. No, but not. It's so fun. (laughs) I love life. I love life. I love my life. And I love all the lives. Life. Life. I love the life. Not a problem. Yeah. The adventure. God. Game of the day. (laughs) Ah, It's so good. Thank you, Emerald. Uh, Early episode. Emerald, Beastful Green Forest. Go listen to it if you haven't heard it. Uh, She's with us here today on this this weekend. Um, Okay. G-O-D. Game of the day. So the game of the day is what do I do? You know, honestly. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Because it's like. I don't want to, what I hear is I don't want to take my toys and go home silent scorn. It's like, that's an old, ha- old tool. That's like a rusty saw. Tourniquet. I mean, I talked to you about that. The yeah. tourniquet, that's been my tool in the past of like, this limb is dangling and bloody because I would let it get to that part where it's like gangrene and then you're going to lose the limb. So tourniquets. We're not there. No. We're playing a game with, with toys. Yes. That's different. different. Like you were saying about interrupting patterns. That's right. Like and enlightenment and the eye roll of watching it happen. Right. So like way earlier, you're not six months later. You're not two years later. It's like, let's go back to those seven and a half years. Holler. <laughs> Lover then of my time of 18 to 25. Summer I learned so camp. much. Summer camp, all the things. Oh. Right. It's like, okay, so that was seven years. Right. And then it was like this other thing. And then I did my, did my you know, it's like, right. All the shorter and shorter and shorter, less and less severe, subtler and subtler, nuanced and nuanced, more and more specific. So here you are having honest, uh, kind communication. <laughs> that's what that, that's, yeah. that's what you need to like, that's where you're coming from. And that's what you're get to navigate. You're not even in the middle of a, of a, of a, of a fight. It's like, everybody's just sharing. Okay. Uh-huh. This is like great victory. This is one of those moments where it's like, this is where we get to mark that this is like, this is your life now. It's not like, remember that time where it was like screaming, I was on the phone till 5 a.m. fighting in a parking lot, like hashtag my real life 10 years ago, you know? So like that, you're in the midst of that. And the question is, okay, and in the midst of that honest sharing, I'm getting information that's a big stop sign. Mm-hmm. So take your medicine. You send a text that says, I love you so much. In your own words, however you want to say this, I'm so grateful for our time and our journeying together. I have a lot. I'm receiving a lot of information and and experiencing a lot of feelings. And it's become clear to me that I need to stop being in communications and really focus on myself. Let's talk on Monday. Let's make a time to, to talk and meet in person on Tuesday. Says I'm integrating a lot. Thank you so much. Blessings. Stop sign. Right? Is one option. Um, that's the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I remember you gave me that option a year ago. <laughs> and I lost my mind 
uh, which was, well, I didn't. I found it, etc. words. And I remember you were like, there's a second option where you bring the person into this. Is the person you're doing this with a medicine person with their own tools who is like, you want to bring into this medicine in this journey with you? Yes, no. If no, like you set the boundary, you do, you're in, on your medicine journey without that person for the next few days, you check in. That was the option I chose because of, that was the choosing option. And so I'm just, I remember remembering that from a year cycle ago. You gave me two options. I choose one. <laughs> it's your two options. Are you going to give the people two options? Yeah, also? I can give the people two options. You just did, darling. Um, <laughs> the peoples. So, you know, the other option is you bring them all the way in. You know, because the third option is that you play it cool. Not cool girls. But not, I mean, it's like, even as I say that, it's just like, who does that serve? You know, it doesn't need to be, because here's the thing. It's like saying I need some time and space in a room where it's quiet, and then you leave the door open while someone's playing music downstairs. <laughs> like, it's an option, but is it really serving anybody? Why not just shut the door? They can listen to their music. You can have your quiet room. Everybody can be where they are. Like, what is love? This is the radical choice of, like, what's the ra- what is the loving action here? If what you know you need to do is wow, I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of stories coming up. I have a lot of temptations to run old patterns I don't want to run. Um, You know, so take that time, clean it up. Or if what's cleaning up needs to happen, and this is, to be clear, like, I think to kind of be, yeah, clearer about, like, if uh, the kind of possibilities for people to look at is if when you have a lot of stuff coming up, is this someone that you want to put it all out with? Are they coming into this room where you shut the door and then you dump your bag on the floor? Because it's time for you to dump your bag on the floor, right? Like that's what it is. It's like, Mm. it's time for you to like take Mm. your bag and dump it out and get all that like, Mm. like dirty, gritty stuff at the bottom of a book bag. Like, where does that come from? How's that happen? Why is it, why have all that dirt in the bottom of my book bag? Because I live a good life, right? So it's like, so to dump it all out and shake it out and then sort through all the stuff that's in the bag. So if, they, if you want them going through your bag with you and they're a good ally, they're a good partner for that, then, then that's a choice. Then you can do that. If they're not the person, if you want to only dump out three quarters of the bag if they're in the room, then just don't. No, if you don't want to give them your journal to read out loud back to you, right? And like you can have... you do have someone. You did that with me today. You do have someone. And, and, and if you're listening, if you have that person persons that you live a life where you have that like that's great like but that's the level that's the intimacy level we're talking about is like and being discerning about who you you know read your journal to or who you hand your journal to so they read it back to you you can hear your own words come you know whatever the kind of inspiration or tool is that kind of either literally dumping out your bags and that message is coming into there's a lot of spring cleaning but the harvest energy is the wheat from the chaff it's the sorting we're moving into a sorting and discerning that which we're going to eat now, that we're going to feast on, that which we're going to jar, that which we're going to ferment, that which we're going to keep, that which we're going to dry. There's a lot of work. We are like going into fall semester. Like this is, we're going in. And so it's work time. It's work. It's time to work that, um, that space and that zone. And so the question is, if that's the work that you've come to realize you need to do, then go to work and bring people in that are that, that are doing the, the right the job for you like with you you know signed up for it have that person get those resources 
use those tools yourself and, and have the people who do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and so that really was helpful for me and taking out the judgment piece and the stories piece of like, this person can't handle it. It's like, no, that's not it. It's bringing it back to the focus here of like, where am I going to get the boat? Where am I going to be able to clean out the bag the best, which is my job and the discernment of how to do that. And the piece to repeat the piece you said again of kind honest communication and the softening around that part mm. I think that's that's the little kernel <laughs> yeah yeah that's it I think that's it and it's the kind it's the kind honest communication you know I made that because here's the thing I <laughs> hey oh college love so so <laughs> so um so I tried this thing when I fell in love when I went to college and I said all the things I shared all the things all the time um but then it like didn't it wasn't her style she was like much more like quiet and like kept a lot of things for herself so then I was like oh okay so then I like tried her style hashtag that didn't work and uh not work at all and um and and like a year later I came back and was like this did not work like withholding information as a way of trying to stay connected you know only the information that I thought they didn't want to hear like I did my I did my study practice on that some people do that for a long time it's pretty brief for me I would say it was less than a year because I couldn't handle it very I didn't do it very well even at the time and um and uh I um and I, I I came back to this kind of this this vow this practice of honest communication at all times at all costs with compassion for everyone involved. Honest communication at all times, at all costs, with compassion for all involved. So kind, kindness and honesty. And, and Suki shared with me uh, when I was, had this moment in the summer where I, was, I felt really bad, I had shared something that um, that my ex-wife did not want to hear, and I was pretty upset about it, and I was like, I couldn't. Suki said, you cannot hurt someone you love by telling them the truth. Mm. It's not really, you don't really have that responsibility in the first place, and that's not, that's not what that is. That's not harm. They can't harm someone you love by telling them the truth. And so what's important is we can harm someone we love by spilling our confusion all over someone's tender parts. <laughs> Right? Sure. Like, that, like that can, I mean, harm, right? You know, we can, sensitivity, responsibility, we can be gentle about all that stuff. But there's ways in which we can be in kindness and in loving relationship, which is to, you know, speak honestly from, from our own place. And so the question is, do you know what that honesty is? Getting clear. Like that becomes the job of like, what is the honest, kind communication from you? And if you need the time and space to find that out, then you need the time and space to find that out. If you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, speak in that honesty. And that's that, you know, that piece of, of getting honest, uh, you know, first with ourselves. And, and I wrote this blog post that just dis disappeared into the, uh, the ethers that I lost all the copy of. So we'll see if that ever comes back. But one of the things that I talked about, that I'll talk about now, is that when we were trying to get honest with ourselves, um, a great way to go is just getting present with the body. Like well, just feeling the body because the body's not going to lie. It's just going to tell you what it's perceiving and what it's experiencing at the moment. 
So when we don't know what's happening, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how I feel. I don't know what I want to just go from head to toe or toe to head and just say like, wow, my thighs are really clenched. Like my jaw is really clenched. My shoulders are up in my ears. Everything's really relaxed, but my stomach feels a little fluttery. So just let it to shift yourself into a, a observant, uh, kind observant space and and having this is where the, the come back to the holy patience which is we know the destination is loving kindness we know the destination is moving and perpetually in process we know the goal or the focus or the commitment is to be in connection with our truest most divine essence that is the divine essence in all things right we know that. super cash right we know that's the thing that's what we're looking to do all the time so we're looking to do all the time and so I lost track body getting honest that's the thing holy patience so we know that's the thing and so even if we notice the feeling feeling sensations but we don't feel like it immediately gives us a clarity oh fluttering in my stomach oh that means because sometimes it will you'll check in with your body and go oh i don't want that check, oh i do want that oh that's a yes that's a no that's a maybe maybe's a no right like you can check in sometimes you get that information pretty quickly the holy patience is sometimes you don't mm-hmm. sometimes you check in with your body at 9 a.m and at 9 15 and at 9 30. you literally just knocked on an etheric door Emerald Peaceful Green Forest just walked up and three feet away knocked on the door before entering this space. Okay, that right there. Emerald, I would love if you would come in. And uh, we're, I'm just closing my podcast. Nice. Yeah. What perfect timing. What perfect timing. And we talked about safe spaces and people knocking before they enter intimate spaces. So thank you for listening and the listening on all the levels, right? So this is, okay, this is the reality check of what's possible, people, do you hear me? This is my real life. I didn't even, I don't have to put a lock on the door. I just, the people that are gonna come in and out of that space, like this is a reflection of what's possible to literally knock, can have that. You can have that integrity and well-being and affection and care. It can be your life. It's mine, it's yours with me in this moment, it's ours right now. And you've been here for the entire time you've been doing this and I did not see you until moments ago. So you were like cloaked in this sacred space while you did your podcast and then as soon as it was time, all of a sudden I said, there she is, they're right there. So I'll go knock. (laughs) Well, thank you. Welcome. So we're just, um, I think we're just kind of wrapping up. So the holy patience piece is to to check in at 9 a.m., notice what the body sensations are. And if they don't automatically naturally translate into some other information or or meaning, then you you, you take that information as it is. You don't make it into new. You 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 don't make more out of it. You just... Trust. That's where the patience comes in. You just trust. And so at 10 a.m. or 10.15 or 10.16, 10.17, 10.18, taking those moments of checking in and being with yourself. And right as I slow down and I say 10.19 and 10.20, we can begin to understand this notion of like, wow, I'm really intense. I'm talking about checking in with the body and listening for messages every minute. She just broke down to minute by minute, right? 
I'm like, yeah. And when we're really sorting that, I've had days where it's breath by breath and days where it's inhale, turning point, exhale, turning point. And that kind of listening, that kind of listening is peacemaking. Like that, like when the question is, do I want to be that intense? What I offer you is intense or not intense, it's peacemaking. And so that's my invitation to you is, would you, are you interested in peacemaking with the inhale, the turn, the exhale and the turn minute by minute, day by day? I am. So, and I am, that's, I've seen it. I've seen it over and over, body by body. And so to, to take the time to go through your things, to listen to your body, and to trust that when you slow down and listen like that, it will reveal the honest, continuity, clear, uh, kind communication, the boundary or the knowing or the request or the insight uh, or the expression, the art, right? It will reveal itself and then that's the next medicine. That's the next medicine you take. That's the next step you take. And then you just do it all over again. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the journey. Any other questions or comments? Mm-hmm. I really want to thank you. Thank you for inviting all of us into our time today. Thank you, Emerald, for exemplifying, exemplar. I have a friend who has a teacher says, their teacher is their drum teacher is not a drum teacher. He refers to himself as an exemplar. He says it simply show by example. So thank you for being all that you are in my life and in this time. And Leah did a really wonderful invitation and calling. I want to invite any of you who want to get a space to practice stamina, breath by breath, tracking. If you're a healer who heals healers. If you're a body worker, if you're an artist, if you're an educator, if you're a transformational leader, if you are a medicine caller and you just want more training, um, this is a, a place to master your presence. It's a place to come into your potency and deliver that through whatever your path is. So although it is a certification pro- program, you get, it, you get certified, you'll be a soul unification practitioner as part of the completion of the training ground, that is a practitioner certification that's really, well, yes, you'll be able to do that. And what I want to say is it's about honing and applying yourself to your own practice, your work in the world. So whatever your work in the world, this is a place to come and practice what it is to bring all of you, all of you into that which you do, into how you serve for the greatest impact, for the greatest efficiency, for the greatest joy. Um, So you can really be that full, bright, beautiful, radiant, limitless, excellent love. All right, love to all, light to all, peace to all. Thank you so much. Oh, I just, I do, I wanna say, painting a picture the world that wants to be named oh, is e- it's it's easy it's right there it's easy in this world plants 
the plant, the world that we are birthing is a place in which communing with plants is a glorious, respected, standard way of life, that we know the power of plants, that we receive the wisdom and the blessing of the plants, the medicine that we receive and are taught by them, and that we commune with them that we sing and have understanding and that we share our blessings with them, that the relationship is, is full and, and radiant. And that's just one, one of the glorious pieces of this glorious earth we're birthing together. Atoa toya. Atoa toya. It is, it is. We are grateful. All right, be well, loves. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wiseone, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place. Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's news and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com. Y'all know you need to hear that, though. You know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about Vagina Talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know.